Well, it was eight days between Northwestern basketball games last time out. Now they're back in action after just two days as they go on the road and take on Nebraska and look to keep some momentum going. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. And we're also on um, YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Uh, Wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Um, I'm your host, Carter Bird, and uh, yeah, Northwestern basketball is going to be the story of the next, I guess, two weeks as they play a really condensed schedule. It's going to have a little bit of NCAA tournament vibes as they play every two days here for this next week. Uh, But before we dive into that, uh, today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel, this episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right, so let's jump right into this. Northwestern's back in action tonight. On the road again, as it feels like they're just always on the road right now. They're going to have to have a bunch of home games coming up, I would imagine. Um not a lot of rest time. Not a lot of rest time, considering they played at, what, 5.30 Central Time on Monday? And they're playing at 6 o'clock uh, Central Time on Wednesday. So less than a 48-hour turnaround from the end of their game against Wisconsin to the start of their game versus, versus Nebraska. Uh, they're looking for their seventh straight win over Nebraska here. Looking to build on the momentum of coming out of that COVID pause when you thought like the deck was kind of stacked against them. You had some uh, other adversity to overcome over the course of that game, but you got out a huge win. And so here you are with a little bit of, of momentum. Uh, you you got a huge win over Wisconsin. Can you keep it going? Um, I mean, you beat Wisconsin in a game where there were 16 lead changes, uh, but you were really impressive over the course of that game. Uh, depth and conditioning were always going to be an issue coming uh, into that Wisconsin game just because you have not been able to fully practice for eight games, but injuries to Julian Roper and to Ty Berry, both of them being ankle injuries, tested that depth and conditioning a little bit more. Also, I mean, foul trouble made it worse as well. Titus Verhoeven fouled out uh, with nine-plus minutes left to play, five fouls, in five minutes, uh, pretty impressive, honestly, to be able to do that. You don't see that very often. Chris Collins had to throw Nick Martinelli out there. Um, his first minutes since November. And you know what? He gave pretty good energy, and he got a big key rebound in his time out there on the court. Uh, but the story of the game for Northwestern was they were Boo Booey and Chase Adige. Those were the stories of the game. Um, Bowie scored 20 points on seven of 15 shooting, grabbed seven rebounds and had five assists. All of those 
led the team in those cat- categories. Uh, and he only had one turnover, which is impressive. So he had a five to one assist to turnover ratio. You'll take that all day out of your point guard. Chase Audish had 16, including seven of the first nine for Northwestern. Really got out of the gate hot. Thought his conditioning was tested throughout the game. Uh, and that's why you saw that pace kind of slow over the rest of the game because he appeared the the eight-day uh, pause seemed to have an effect on Chase Audige. There were some possessions there where you saw him in the corner, hands on his knees, pretty gassed, not moving a lot on offense. Um, only two, they were the only two Wildcats in double figures, uh, but credit where credit's due. They they were clutch. They very much were. Chase Audige had a big three late. Uh, Boo Booey, when things were going wrong, decided, you know what, I'm going to will this team uh, to stay in this game and, and take the lead and really um, was massive in the second half. But Matt Nicholson, he's a 46% free throw shooter coming into the game. He goes 5-6 at the line, including two huge ones late in the game with about 218 left to give Northwestern a lead that they finally did not cough up after that. Uh, Northwestern was was big at the free throw line in general. They went 16-18 of for the game, uh, which is a lot better than Wisconsin did in a very, very close game. This matchup versus Nebraska, Northwestern has beaten Nebraska six times since January 11th, 2020, six in a row. Uh, But tonight's probably the biggest one because it's short turnaround coming off the COVID pause um, for less than 48 hours on the road uh, at Nebraska. Northwestern has been a really good team this year. Tournament aspirations. Fourth in the Big Ten right now, uh, looking to continue that momentum, and this is a big spot. Uh, a couple injuries that this team's going to fight through. Depth is not exactly a strength right now for for Northwestern, um, and it's going to get tested over this next week because not only do they play Wednesday, then they play again on Saturday. It's going to be a tight week. It's going to be difficult. Um, I think they play something like five games in 13 days, something like that, um, just to get back on pace with everybody else. So it's going to be challenging. Um, And this Northwestern team, I mean, they're going to feel it. They're going to feel it at some point. But this is a spot that would be huge for Northwestern to continue that momentum and and keep, keep kind of things on track keep pushing, building that resume uh, against a a Nebraska team that may not blow you away, but they're no slouch either. And I think that that's something that we're going to talk about here in just a second as uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one as we look at this Nebraska team. But first we need to talk about our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first bet of five. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. 
FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger pay- payout with the same game parlay. Look, it's going to be, I talked about it yesterday, this weekend. I might take those two road teams in the NFL because uh, something about this Bengals team and Joe Burrow, they're special. You don't know what uh, the status of Mahomes is this week, How, wh- how if he does play, um, what percentage he's going to be at. And then I think that 49ers team has so much talent, and I love the story with Brock Purdy. So I might take the road teams if it were me this weekend. But uh, you can go to uh, FanDuel, and look, it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out and place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com. Slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book partner of the NFL. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place, plus hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's dive into this. This Nebraska team that we're going to see tonight, they are 10-10 and 10 overall, 3-6 and six in Big Ten play. Uh, they've played a lot of talented teams this year. Uh, they have some notable losses and they have some notable wins. On the notable losses column, it's a little bit longer than the notable wins column, but they have a 70 70 to 50 loss at St. John's, a 69 56 loss to Oklahoma, an 81 65 loss at Indiana, a 65 62 loss to Purdue at home in overtime. So they can be sneaky, uh, but they also have a 71 56 loss versus Kansas State, a Kansas State team that is really good. Uh, currently ranked number five in the country. Just dropped one last night, so they're probably going to dip a little bit. Uh, 74-56 loss at Michigan State. A 76-50 loss to Illinois. A 73-53 loss, 55 loss at Purdue. So Purdue got them pretty good in the in the second round of that matchup. And a 76-65 loss at Penn State. The notable wins column, uh, not quite as long. 75 a 58 over uh, Florida State this year, 88 over, uh, to 67 versus Boston College. A couple wins there over ACC teams. A 63-53 win at Creighton, who at the time was ranked number seven. Um, they fell off a little bit early in the year, but they're playing pretty well in Big East, in the Big East, if you're keeping track of that. 66-50 win over Iowa. Uh, an 81-79 win at Minnesota, and a 63-60 win at home versus Ohio State. Uh, They're number 94 in the Ken Palm coming into this game and number 92 in the net rankings. Uh, Their head coach is Fred Hoiberg, who's in his fourth year at Nebraska. He is 34-77 overall and and 12-56 in Big Ten play. Before coming to, to Nebraska, he was notably uh, the head coach of the Chicago Bulls 
from 2015 to 2018, where he went 115 and 155. Uh, before that, he was at Iowa State for five seasons from 2010 to 2015, where he had an impressive little run there where he went 115 and 56, winning 67.3% of his games. He went 49 and 39 in Big 12 play, winning 55.7% of his Big 12 games. They were the two-time, his last two years at Iowa State, uh, Big 12 tournament champions, and they made four NCAA tournament appearances in his five seasons there, including getting as far as the Sweet 16 one time. Some players to keep an eye out on uh, in this game, Derek Walker, uh, he leads the team in points and rebounds per game, 14.1 points per game, 7.7 rebounds per game. Um, six foot nine guy kind of playing that power forward position. Going to be a test for Robbie Barron down low. Robbie Barron, who we've seen really big flashes out of. We've seen him have huge games. Then we've seen him have some really, really quiet ones. Uh, something that I think is going to be important is how does – Robbie Barron um, attacked the boards in this game. How does he match up with Derek Walker? Can he stay out of foul trouble? Because um, love Robbie Barron, but sometimes some of the fouls are uh, not the best, not the most well-timed fouls uh, I've ever seen. So I would love to see him maybe um, stick in there a little bit longer and not get to any, got not get into any foul trouble. Another guy to watch, Sam Griesel. Um, North Dakota State transfer was in was all Summit League at North Dakota State. Dangerous guy. I mean, he's tall. He's a tall guard, six foot seven. Uh, he's a senior. He leads the team with four point one assists per game and eleven point three points per game. Uh, he's he he can score a little bit. He scored in double figures in his last seven games. So he's somebody to keep an eye on. Um, another thing worth noting for this Nebraska team, they're not that tall. Uh, they've, their tallest players don't play a whole lot of minutes. Um, I think it's somewhere around 16, 17 minutes for, for the two biggest players on the team. Uh, Northwestern may have an opportunity with the lack of rest time to get creative with their rotations and their lineups to get Matt Nicholson and Titus Verhoeven and Robbie Barron some some rest to keep everybody fresh down low. I think that that might be key, uh, but obviously Titus Verhoeven going to have to not foul people in order to make that work. That's going to be something I'm going to have my eye on in this matchup. In a second here, we're going to take a look at the kind of key concerns, keys to the game, and then take a look at the line. But first... Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, some just key concerns that I have. Where is Northwestern at from a depth perspective and a conditioning perspective? Uh, I mean, you had a game two days ago 
You had the COVID pause. Uh, you had the injuries to Ty Berry and Julian Roper. Speaking of them, there have not been any real updates on those two to this point. I'm hopeful that Ty Berry is out there because he was able to return to the game on Monday. But, you know, that's what they always say, that your adrenaline, uh, and if you keep it moving, don't let it swell. You're able to kind of keep playing a little bit. You saw Mahomes do it uh, on, what was that, Saturday uh, in the NFL postseason, in the NFL playoffs. But uh, his was a little more severe because he could barely move in the second half. Um, but where do those guys stand? Do they ha- Are both of them available? If, that, if they are, that is huge for this Northwestern team as they – are going to be tested over the next two weeks. Um, And I think that getting both of them back is vital to keep the momentum of this season. Can Northwestern stay out of foul trouble? Because that made it all worse on Monday. Uh, Verhoeven can't foul out in five minutes. Uh, Robbie Barron has to be smart with his fouls. There has to be, uh, you have to play in control in this game. Can Northwestern protect the basketball like they have been uh because look last time out you had just six turnovers for the entire game um you had boo booey with just one turnover as your point guard as a guy who touches the ball a crazy amount um very encouraged by the way that he's playing encouraged by the way that northwestern is protecting the basketball can they keep that up on the road uh can boo booey and chase audige kind of keep driving the bus here because look Wherever this is, this Northwestern team, wherever they they can they can go this year, it is driven by Boo Booey and Chase Audige. This those two will get this team where they need to go because they are the driving force of this Northwestern basketball team. They're absolute studs on the court. Last time out, they dropped thirty six points combined. Twenty of those coming from Chase uh, from Boo Booey, sixteen from Chase Audige. Can those two continue to give you? High-level production, that's going to be important in a game like this. Can Northwestern continue to hit the three? Last time out, there were 6 of 16 from three, 37.5%. We've seen some games where they've been really bad from three. We've seen some games where they've been pretty good. They've been 31.8% on the season. Can they continue to push that clip up and up and up as this season progresses? Because that just makes life a little bit easier on them because they are not afraid to shoot the basketball from deep. On a similar note, can Northwestern continue to hit their free throws? Last time out, 16 of 18 from the line, good for 88.9% versus Wisconsin. And Wisconsin wasn't anywhere close to that. I think Wisconsin was something like 6 of, uh, or it was 7 of 13 or something. Um not nearly as good as Northwestern was, and it resulted in Northwestern winning the game. Uh, a close game. You had you had some key missed free throws by Wisconsin. Meanwhile, Northwestern kept stepping up and knocking theirs down. It was really key. Matt Nicholson going five of six. That was huge. Uh, North, Northwestern is seventy four point seven percent at the line this year. Can they continue to hit them at a really really high clip? Because uh, that helps in road games. That helps in games where uh, maybe you need to make sure that you capitalize on your trips to the line. Uh, the line for this game, speaking of lines, uh, on the FanDuel Sports Sportsbook app uh, is Northwestern minus two and a half. 
The over-under is 130 and a half. If you're asking me, and look, I debated that Northwestern line a lot here in the last uh, little bit. I think that line has moved a little bit in Northwestern's favor here over the last 24 hours, if I recall. I'm going to take Northwestern minus two and a half, but part of me thinks Nebraska covers two and a half, but I still think Northwestern wins. I think it's going to be that kind of close of a game, but I'm going to take Northwestern minus two and a half in this game. And I'm going to take the under 130 and a half. If you look at Nebraska playing in big 10 games, they don't score a lot of points. Northwestern's not exactly the most explosive offense either, but their defense is so good that I think they can hold Nebraska. I think they can hold them below 60 points. Uh, and I think this might just be an ugly, grinded-out kind of game, and I think Northwestern gets a big win. Those lines are brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. That's going to do it for today. Uh, we'll see how this game goes. We'll be back tomorrow breaking down what takes place tonight, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Wherever, we're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us wherever you're listening. Make sure you're subscribed and turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13. And I'll see you all next time.